one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I did buy champagne just so that I could put that into the episode. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> And I have orange juice because it's super early for me. So I'm not drinking just straight champagne. It's a mimosa. Mimosa. Yeah. Anyways, hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Books and Bevies. The one year anniversary episode. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Very close to our 10 year. Nope. 20 year anniversary of friendship yeah it's crazy time well, no not friendship no, definitely not friendship. <laughs> yeah. Just, so we did discuss this last time not friendship <laughs> of knowing each other of knowing each other yeah Katrina and I haven't actually been friends for 20 years but like we've been friends for 20 years you know we hung out despite not liking each other. I'm really not sure I don't know what's going on I don't think I had a lot of options. So. <laughs> How fucking rude. Do you think if I had other options, I would have hung out with someone that bullied me? Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, <laughs> How rude. That's just a statement. I mean, I didn't bully you in kindergarten. That wasn't until grade three. That's true. <laughs> but I didn't speak to anyone in kindergarten, so... Okay, well, there's still grade one and two. That's <laughs> true. That, that, that might have been on me. And then you did bully me in grade six. So, as yeah. you said, we're even now. It's a fair playing field. So, <laughs> it's just whoever, whoever does fucks it up next, next is, is the real dick. Yeah. Shut up. Um, all right, so what you drinking for our anniversary episode? Limeade and vodka. It's actually that very sounds, good. It just kind of tastes like a margarita. Like a, it sounds like, yeah, very delicious. PC Limeade. Mm. Mm. Honestly, the no-name brands of, like, shit are always just as good as, like, no name and president's choice are my favorite. But president's that's a massive glass. <laughs> what is that, is that a wine glass? Yeah, we don't have anything else really, except for like mugs. 
I love that instead of like filling it to like a normal, normal level, you know, like, let's just have an entirely full glass. <laughs> you know what? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do In, it. Do it all the way. I, I appreciate your commitment. Yeah. I also kind of like I poured the, the champagne to a normal level and then I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to have the orange juice still. And then here we are. <laughs> a very full wine <laughs> glass <laughs> later. <laughs> So yeah, for those um, wondering, I'm drinking a mimosa. (laughs) In a massive cup. Uh, Do you have a reason for drinking? One year. Of this bullshit. (laughs) Whatever this is. I have read way more books than I think I would have if we had not started this so Mm -hmm. very happy about that um but really it all leads back to Sarah J Mass and Akatar yeah a hundred percent also Song of Achilles a little bit sorry also Song of Achilles a little bit oh yeah that was another big one that got us out of the slump yeah I listened to just the first little bit of our first episode, Absolutely just to not. like, <laughs> <laughs> just to like see how far we've come. And damn, it's far, dude. <laughs> yeah, I also listened to it not not the other day, maybe like three weeks ago or something. I was like, you know what? I'll give it a quick listen. Not even five minutes in. I was like, I actually can't. <laughs> that was so, so bad. And it's super unfortunate because typically when people find new podcasts, they go to like the first episode first. So it is our episode with the most downloads. And I, I don't know how to like let the world know. It was an uphill battle. <laughs> <laughs> I just like... I remember the first episode, we tried really hard to be, like, intelligent and, like... We were trying to be professional, too. Yeah, like, we were trying really hard not to, I don't know, sound stupid or do something stupid. And here we are. Yeah, we we weren't sounding like ourselves because we were trying to sound intelligent, which is an unfortunate (laughs) thing to say, but that's true. It's so true. We really, yeah, it's definitely, um, if you've been listening to more recent episodes, you will know that we are stupid and we now embrace it. It's just, it's just who we are. We've accepted it. Um, but yeah, no, even the intro was just like, and like the editing was not nearly as good as I am now. Like it was so like choppy and just like, cause I was trying to make us sound smart by like cutting, cutting out everything that we said. <laughs> See, isn't that nice to think that like after a year of doing this, your editing of like audio clips is so good. Mm-hmm. Like you can do it so quickly yeah there is a lot that you cut out a lot of stupidity um 
yeah i mean any anything to add before we get into the bonus content i guess like a huge motherfucking thank you to all of our listeners all of the people who like supported us from the beginning which <laughs> from is... the questionable <laughs> questionable start that we had yeah we, had, we have humble beginnings you know <laughs> exactly we we worked hard to get to where we are when it comes to this podcast and like everyone who has you know followed the instagram anyone who you know i do still want to like put out there that like feel free if you if y'all have like book recommendations or anything like that just tweet us slide into the dms email us whatever like very open to just actually like talking to the listeners about like what you guys actually want us to read or are you fully content with us just continuing to read stupid shit that we just decide up to you but yeah like there are people because like I kind of keep track of the downloads and stuff like that and there have been people who have literally listened from episode one and they are still listening and I don't know Uh why but well thank you to those and to the new listeners and everyone in between yeah we're gonna continue to do this shit whatever it is (laughs) And ramble about the books we read. (laughs) It's just a mildly coherent fashion. Yeah. I just like, I wonder if there are people out there who like also got out of a reading slump, like kind of because of the podcast. Cause like you and I did because of the podcast, because like we, we have to read the books in order to make the episodes. And it's like, I feel like if I had found a podcast, a podcast like this that I really liked I feel like it would have worked and gotten me out of a reading slump too because I would have wanted to like read along and like you know yeah well if you let us know we'll know it's true um cool so I guess because this is a bonus episode this isn't a new book obviously we decided to kind of just do a a year in review of the books that we've read over the course of this podcast okay so um for our year in review episode we kind of came up with like categories and we're gonna give um some of the books that we've read kind of awards if that makes any sense or like what's it called this is the word that I was looking for that I couldn't figure is it um, like in the yearbook when it's like most likely to do this or whatever the frick what's it called is it a superlative or am I going to sound like an idiot if I say that on the podcast <laughs> I honestly don't know okay well we're just going to stick with awards <laughs> do you want to announce the first category <laughs> all right <laughs> favorite standalone book what is yours mine is still the song of achilles oh yeah i think that like just it's just one of my top books of all time man i am a little bit in between two okay the da vinci code just because i love that book that's like a 
I've loved it for a long time kind mm-hmm. of book. And honestly, maybe Alone with You in the Ether. I was kind of thinking Alone with You in the Ether as well. Yeah. But Song of Achilles just has my heart. I think if I, yeah, I think if I had to choose between those two, it would be the Song of Achilles because I've already read it twice and it's the book that got me out of a reading slump because I know I read it before I started Akatar. So I feel like uh, people make fun of the Da Vinci Code. I don't know what for. Um, but you know what? <laughs> I love it. It was a good book. I really like that one as well. Um, so the next category that we decided to talk about was favorite series. So Katrina, what would your favorite series be? <laughs> If this shocks anyone, I feel like I would be saddened that you didn't know this about me. Obviously, obviously, Akatar. <laughs> <laughs> and you? You know, I actually um, I went a different route than uh, maybe anticipated. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, A Court of Thorns and Roses, 100%. There's no absolutely nothing will top that I did want to put an honorable mention just because I feel like our opinions are very skewed but I also put an honorable mention for the Dance of Thieves duology I really liked that one I did really like that one too but like hmm? I was gonna say but like it's it's a clear second (laughs) (laughs) I agree yeah it should have been um because yeah, we didn't do many series this year but i think it was i think it was just akatar and dance of thieves that really and then we started obviously the atlas six but the second one hasn't come out oh and yet. six of crows oh yeah six of crows yeah that's definitely third <laughs> easily easy peasy lemon squeezy <laughs> all right um favorite female character I put down Cersei. Fair. Yeah, I loved her character. I related to her. And obviously, again, not sure if you guys are aware, but I love Greek mythology. So um, obviously, I'm pretty sure you guys all know this by now, or you should, because I think both of those books might have been 10 out of 10s for me. I know Song of Achilles was. Maybe Cersei was like a 9 or a 9.5, but... Yeah, no. I love Cersei. She's such a badass. Favorite female character for sure. Um, what about you? Uh, I think uh, Cassie. From Ooh. Dance of Thieves. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like the, I like the thinking of like going through every book we've read. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really liked her. I feel like a lot of the reason I liked that book was because it was like a strong female lead that was like fine in her own right Mm -hmm. and had nothing to do with Jace. It was Mm -hmm. just that like she was her own person. I liked her. She was cool. She was dope. Yeah, for sure. Wild. I was like, 
it's so funny that like none of the female characters from Akatar really were like that. I think like maybe more. I really liked more and Amarin, but just like they're obviously not like main characters with their own yeah. like real defined like storyline. So like yeah, and like I think it could have been Farah if she didn't kind of get weird in like the novella and also afterwards um, she like became defined by Reese. Yeah. At a certain point, which I didn't love. Yeah. I think Farah in like the first and not even the second book, because she she made me mad in the second book, but like Farah in the first book was solid and then I know it's kind of a hot take, but not a huge fan of Nesta. A lot of people really, really love Nesta. I feel like she's just one of those characters. You either really love her or you really hate her. I don't really hate her, but not my favorite. I'm also not a fan of Nesta. And then like Elaine is kind of like middling. Like she's hasn't really done much yet. So she's just a bit boring of a character. There isn't much to her yet. But. It is a yet, because the series is not over yet. <laughs> that Patiently waiting. Fucking book cannot come soon enough. Um all right. So now, what is who is your uh favorite male character that we've read so far? <laughs> <laughs> so this one is not gonna surprise any of you. Obviously, it's juiced from <laughs> Six of crows. <laughs> that actually did surprise me. <laughs> he died too soon. It was unfair. Why give me his point of view if you were not going to continue? Um, just kidding. Obviously, it's Rysand. But Juice is an honorable mention because I have not let that go yet clearly oh my god I was not expecting that at all I should have expected it but I was not (laughs) great comedic timing on on your part Jesus Christ Um, I am hilarious (laughs) (laughs) you know when you ruin a joke by like being like yeah that was so funny (laughs) that's me at everything that is how that's just who we are I feel like for me it adds to like the funniness of it but it's only for me and not for anyone else no honestly I feel like the only reason you and I have been friends for so long is because we think that the same stupid shit is funny I think so because we have like exactly the same sense of humor and like we think that things are funny and everyone else is just like what is wrong with (laughs) you two sure and I'm like yes (laughs) genius Um, all right what about you favorite uh, Reese Reese yeah. Reese, Reese. Reese. <laughs> actually Tamlin or what was his name um Jace no that was from Dance of Thieves I liked Jace Ryle Ugh. Disgusting. he comes up later um <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing Um, best plot twist. Okay. I 
would just like to say <laughs> <laughs> A Court of Mists and Fury, the second book in the Akatar series. However, I also the whole picked... book. Oh, I was I just wanted to go like in the like just talk about the book. Like what I didn't want to go into like specifics because then they could be spoilers. Oh, best plot twist was in that book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it meant like the book as a whole. And it's like, well, there's a lot of plot twists in that book. There was a lot of plot twists. I feel like that book book was just plot twist after plot twist after plot twist. So, like, I wanted to put that out there. However, I don't want this entire episode to just be about (laughs) the Accord of Thorns and Roses series because obviously it's our favorite for most categories. So, um, but then, yeah, I also wanted to um, put in a non-Akatar book in there. And I put Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. That one did get me. That um, one got me. That was on my list. You're right. If we're talking like a book as a whole, Mist and Fury, there are so many plot twists in that where I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like I was gasping the whole book. Um, <clears throat> however. Yeah, Seven Husbands did not see that coming. And maybe, um, sorry, I forget what the book is. Vow of Thieves. Mm. There were some things in there that like right at the beginning where I was like, oh, (laughs) yeah, no, that one was good. Yeah, the Dance of Thieves and Vow of Thieves were two really solid books. Yeah, I really like those ones. And I always like it where the second book is better than the first, which is usually usually it doesn't go that way. So it's hard to do when the, if the first one's too good, you're like, mm, it's gonna go down a hill. But it did not. It did not go down a hill. Nope. So what was your best plot twist? Was it Seven Husbands? Did you just like agree with me? Yeah, I think I agreed with you, but then gave several other options. <laughs> um, now <laughs> we get into the real, the real stuff. What do you think? Was <laughs> <laughs> what do you think was the worst plot twist? We were liars. <laughs> no questions asked. That was actually terrible. And I'm still annoyed about it that everyone hyped it up, including the book itself. Yeah. When you, if if you're going to hype up your own book and tell me this is like the best plot twist ever, don't tell anyone, make it better. <laughs> yeah, I think the issue with that is like when you do that, like when I was reading the book, I was like, oh, it could be this. Oh, it could be this. Oh, it could be this. And then when I finally got to like the big moment, I was like, oh, well. Like I came up with better plot twists on my own. I would get it. <laughs> Hear me out. I would get it if it was just book talk being like, wow, it's a great plot twist, like wild. And that's why. But it's on the book itself. Yeah. Like, that is the point of the book is that it has a big plot twist that's like incredible (laughs) really I just feel like yeah you shouldn't do that because the whole point of a plot twist is like you want it to be a surprise like 
the reason I loved the plot twist in The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo so much is because I didn't anticipate there being like a huge, huge plot twist. I was like, oh, I've heard really good things about this book. Yeah, like I I want a plot twist to have me being like, <gasps> excuse me, what? And then I have to like rewind in the book to be like, let me make sure I'm reading this right. That yeah. is a plot twist, not whatever happens in that book. <laughs> yeah. I also did kind of put, um, just because like, if you've listened to the episode or actually if you've listened to the entire podcast, um, we talk about We Were Liars a lot and we roast We Were Liars a lot. So I also put down um, for worst plot twist, it ends with us. Because it just didn't feel like a twist for me. Yeah, that one didn't feel like a plot twist. I didn't even consider to like write it down as a plot twist. I, I think it's supposed to be a plot twist. And I almost feel like that makes it worse than We Were Liars. Because at least with We Were Liars, I was like, oh, there's the plot twist. Like, there's the big shift that's supposed to happen. But like, with It Ends With Us, I was just like, hmm. Like, it, it Ends With Us was very obvious. Like, I knew what was happening the whole time. However, like, why was it a plot twist to anyone? That was so annoying. I hated that book. Same. Um, but I feel like... To be, no, I did, I didn't gasp, but I mildly was intrigued by the ending of It Ends With Us. Mm. I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to say anything, but like, yeah. I will say my toxic trait is that even though I really did not like It Ends With Us, I am so curious about It Starts With Us. Like, I need someone to give me like the cliff notes, like just the main points of that book, because I'm sure it's going to be another like three, four hundred pages. And I don't I don't want to commit to that. Because I just don't think I like Colleen Hoover's style of writing. But I am intrigued to see if, like, the story is better. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I feel like it's definitely partly the writing style, too. Because I know a lot of people on the internet I do not know them personally um that like you either like Colleen Hoover and her books or you don't it's Mm not a oh I like this one of her books I like this one of her books but I don't like this one it's like a collective because I think she has a very clear style of writing Mm -hmm. and like it just doesn't happen to be a style that either of us like yeah she's not like Olivia Blake where it's like you read one book and it's like completely different from the next one that you read who do you think the best character development was again I put down the Akatar series as like a whole (laughs) just in general those (laughs) character development beautiful just both when it comes to like good and bad character development like you know but then again I put Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Seven Husbands. Was really good. It was so good at making me like dislike and then like a character very quickly. Yeah. Character development was strong in that one. Um, Yeah. 
and it made me like really invested in like a lot of characters not just the main character but like just yeah. everyone I I think I totally agree with actually seven husbands for me mm-hmm. seven husbands was great for character development um worst character development <laughs> for you <laughs> we all know the answer is it ends with us <laughs> i agree there was no development for me like yeah, the, I feel character like the characters was, all just like hmm? i was just gonna say the character was the way he was from the start to the end yeah literally when you when you meet the character he acts a certain way and then by the end of the book he acts a certain way again and we're supposed to be surprised like no it was and like people love this man (laughs) on the internet and i'm deeply concerned because he sounds terrible from the start (laughs) yeah a lot of red flags from this guy no, I will say at least uh, the female lead in It Ends With Us does have character development. She does, yeah. And some of the side characters also have character development. It's just like the main... Really? Main I don't character. know about the side characters as much. I don't feel like they had very much character development. I feel like a little bit. More than more than Ryle. Oh yeah, that, well obviously. <laughs> the bar is low for that one. The bar is very low for that one. And then also, I don't know, like, yeah. Ooh, actually, maybe also for best character development, I might put Song of Achilles as well. Madeline Miller just, like, really... feel them grow. Yeah. Agreed. Mm -hmm. What was the saddest book for you? The Song of Achilles. The sheer level in which I sobbed. (laughs) Like... I feel like a lot of books that we have read this year haven't made me like weep in the way that the Song of Achilles did. So I'm not gonna lie, A Court of Wings and Ruin um, definitely is the book that I cried the most in mm. because that crushed my very being <laughs> in like the best way. Um, <laughs> However, if I have to pick a standalone book, yeah, Song of Achilles is probably the mm-hmm. saddest. The biggest tearjerker. Yeah, there's there's like other sad ones that we've read, but they're not like cry sad. They're like sad. Yeah, they're like sad. Maybe I shed like a single tear, but it's like with the Song of Achilles and yeah, also with A Court of Ring- Wings and Ruin, I was ugly crying. Like to the Like, you know, when you cry so much that it's like, hard to read the book that you're reading that's the worst <laughs> and it's so annoying because your eyes get like really blurry and then you're like no, you need to know I'm- what's happening next because you're like are they really dead <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> it's honestly a mess but I feel like song of Achilles for me wasn't as dramatic sad it was like a like a cool tear you know uh like you were pretty crying <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think any version of me does that very cool but yeah, no, I was really, was really shook up by the Song of Achilles. <laughs> Court of Wings and Ruin, I was, like, fully dead inside. Same. 
Um, okay, so what is your favorite book cover? Um, I think I'm going to have to go with The Atlas Six. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Mine is also Thanks. Olivia Blake, but it's Alone with You in the Ether. With Ooh, the bees. Love the bees. Love the bees. Olivia Blake. Olivia Blake is just killing it, man. No. Don't judge a book by its cover, but sometimes... Sometimes you got to give the matches. cover some recognition, you know? It's yeah. not that we bought them because of the cover, but now that we've read them and we're doing our little year in review, we want to give some recognition to the art. I do also like the new um, Court of Thorns and Roses covers. Have you seen like the old school? Um, no, I don't know if I have. You should look it up. Okay. Like, just look up like, a Court of Thorns and Roses old cover. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen any of these ones. Mm-hmm. Something about that kind of cover is not appealing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't like people on covers very much. Neither do I. Um. <laughs> well, now that I already know your answer, favorite author? Uh, Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> or... Again, because we don't want it to just be about A Court of Thorns and Roses. I put down um, also Olivia Blake and Madeline Miller. Yeah, I think Olivia Blake and Sarah J. Mass for me. Mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> Although, like, I feel like technically speaking, it might be Olivia Blake. You for, know like, what? Fair. Actual writing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the stories that Sarah J. Mass creates, beautiful. The world's beautiful. So, her mind, beautiful. I. Mm. Yeah, I feel like Sarah J. Mass is really good at, like, creating a world. Like, it, like when I read a Sarah J. Mass book, it's very visual for me. Like, I'm there. And then she's also really good at making you, like, either love or hate a character like she's she she plays us like like little pawns in her fucking game of fantasy like and i'm I'm into it unbelievably excited for the tv series of (sighs) akatar um if anyone out there is listening that has casting privileges let me know i will drop my entire life to be same a hundred percent same I will do anything. I do not care. Anything. Um, yeah, no, but I'm I'm really excited to see, even just to see who who is cast to play the characters because I feel like everyone has their own rendition mm-hmm. of what these people should look like. So I'm interested to see what like a professional casting director working with Sarah J. Mass will pick mm-hmm. and how like off I am in my own mind. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've seen some like fan casts and it's like the fan cast for Reese is not necessarily what I picture, but like, there's like, I don't know who the actors are because I just kind of look at the TikToks and I go away. But the, um, the generally accepted fan cast for both Asriel and Cassian are fucking good. I think I've sent you a couple TikToks of like what they look like. And I'm like, well, I feel like the whole fandom is on the same page when it comes to Asriel and Cassian. 
it's just Reese that we're not. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a lot of disagreement in what he should look like. Because even between you and me, I don't think we pictured the same thing. No. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to make everyone happy. I don't, it's like obviously not possible. But I just honestly, I care a lot less about like, well, I mean, obviously I care about what they look like. But like if Reese is not able to act like what I imagine him like being, that is what is way more important to me because like. I don't care if like he looks exactly like what I'm picturing in my mind. If he is not Reese. Doesn't have that quality. Yeah. I, I feel like. To me, that's I like just, way more important than like what he looks like, because I, I will not watch the show if he is like a watered down version of Reese. I'm just worried they're going to pick really well-known actors. Same. And it's just not like I understand they're well known because they're very good, but at a certain level, it takes away from like the fantasy character when it's like a real person that I am aware of playing mm-hmm. that character. And I just don't want it. Yeah. I just think that like for things like this that are just huge, huge franchises, they should just do open casting calls. Like I know it's so much more work. Like I have worked in the film industry before and like casting is such a big task and like obviously with a franchise that's as big as this an open casting call is like obviously quite intimidating but I just feel like you'll get so many more auditions that like will make it better you know what I mean yeah maybe I'm just also saying this because I want to audition (laughs) I'm like, you know what? You need open casting. So I can. I will be a tree in the background. I don't give a fuck. Learn how to act and then audition for that. (laughs) I. Yeah. We're getting a little distracted. (laughs) We are getting a little distracted. What was the question? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, favorite author. That's Oh, yeah. Sarah J. Mass. Sarah J. Mass. Or Olivia, Olivia Blake. Blake. And then for me, also Madeline Miller. I'm willing to go on a spiel about Madeline, Madeline Miller because I know she's not one of your favorites because you're not as big of a whore for Greek mythology as I am. But I love the way Madeline Miller is able to like make mythology a little bit more interesting and relatable. Like, like Greek mythology can be very dry and it's like, I feel like it takes, like, if you're interested in Greek mythology, then you like it. But then with Madeline Miller's writing, I feel like even if you're not interested in Greek mythology, you will still like her books. Because I know you like, you didn't like, I know you didn't love Circe. You did like the Song of Achilles, but it's just like, you still liked them. Like, it wasn't like a, and you don't really like Greek mythology at all. So, no. So I feel I, like I feel like I've done a lot of Greek mythology in like studying classes, books for not really being interested in it. Um, I don't know what it is. I feel like I should like it more because it seems like something I would enjoy, but it just something about it does not just doesn't resonate. Not it for me. 
but yeah, I did, I still did like Madeline Miller's book. She's very good at making sometimes a bit dense and dry of subject to be mm-hmm. very easy to read. Mm-hmm. And she just like gets a little bit more into like detail with. And she's very well researched. Yeah. Very well re- researched. I think that's why we like the Olivia Blake too. Cause you could tell she like did her research in the books. Mm-hmm. You gotta love that in an author. Yeah. Like the fact that an author just like whips out quantum physics knowledge in her books. Like that's how you know that they were like really passionate about what they're doing. Okay, are you ready for your top five? Have you like pre-picked your top five? Yes. And is it going I have in my order? Top five? No. I thought about I tried to put these in order and then I was struggling and then I was thinking this is gonna take me forever. And when I say it out loud, I will immediately regret the order I say it in and it will be out in public forever. So no, these are not 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 in order. Okay, great. <laughs> because I could not commit to that. However. I was going to say they're in alphabetical order, but also I don't think they are. So okay. <laughs> they're in random order. Just the ones that I happen to write down. Top five books overall. Alone with You in the Ether. The Da Vinci Code. Love is a Mixtape. The Shining. And Song of Achilles. Nice. Mine is basically the same except for <laughs> one or no, two. What did you say? <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you repeat your list for me? Alone with you. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code. Oh, yeah, two. Love is a Mixtape. The Shining. And Song of Achilles. Cool. Mine is also not necessarily in order. But, you know, whatever. Um, Song of Achilles. Alone with You in the Ether, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I put Vow of Thieves, and The Shining. Fair. Yeah. The Shining is a, is a weird one for both of us, but it was so good. I was scared of reading. Same. That's a good author. Yeah, like, I'm very excited to read more of Stephen King's books I'm gonna wait for the fall because the fi- the vibes are just not <laughs> I'm not gonna read Stephen King in the summer um <laughs> a beach read <laughs> but like I think Stephen King is just it's he wasn't in any of our like tops which is also kind of funny because like I don't know I, but just like I understand why Joey put the book in the freezer yeah I hope that our listeners understand that reference. It's from Friends if you haven't watched it before, but like I think The Shining was also like the first horror book that you and I have ever really read except for um, Darren Shan from like our childhood. Remember the, um, or was it just me that read it? I'm pretty sure you read it. The uh, there was like the demon ones and then the vampire ones, and the vampire ones were really thin. Oh my god! Yeah, 
I need to reread those now. All right. Well, there's our uh, our books and bevies award show. <laughs> A little recap of the year. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, feel free to let us know what your guys' thoughts were. Always slide into the DMs, maybe make a tweet, whatever you think, whatever your top five book and bevies books were for the year, if you've been reading along with us. Um, or also email if you don't use social media. Just let us know. We'll talk about it. I guess that's all I got same well happy one year anniversary of this fucking nonsense (laughs) i love it (laughs) you would think that after doing this for a year we would know how to properly sign off (laughs) (laughs) no um all right well if you want to follow us on social media it's at book bevies on instagram and twitter and bookbevies at gmail.com for longer email inquiries. And again, thank you for everyone who, thank you to everyone who has already done this, but don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for the year. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.